0: I just would like to let everyone know that while (laughs) that intro song was playing, Kanye was rapping over the top of it and we went back and talked about my dislike for Do You Want to Know a Secret by the Beatles? I'm (laughs) definitely sure
1: we had this conversation, I can't remember how long ago, but I swear you gave it a two and a half. I swear you gave it the same as Chains and I don't think that's a fair
0: assumption. Maybe I did, maybe I did.
1: I don't think that's a fair Ooh.
0: assumption.
1: But that's not what we're talking about today. No, it's not. We should not. move no aside Beatles. Bye, Beatles. from Brad's terrible personal opinions. Ah, okay.
0: I think it's pretty good. And we'll move to something, something more modern. That's right. Modern. What, are we, what are we hitting up today, Brad? Well, let's welcome back everyone to the Album Lounge. Thank you for joining us. Um, we hope you liked our last episode talking about the incredible Michael Jackson's Thriller. With um, our first 10. The first double 10 and the first unskippable album. Um, I think that was pretty massive, pretty massive, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're here to talk about Olivia Rodrigo's guts. Oh my. Now I'll be the first to say that before listening to this album, I'd maybe heard like two of these songs before, um, and just hadn't really listened to her too much. Like I know, like I was one of those people that like when driver's license came out, I just like frothed over that song. <laughs> um, I thought it was so... And, like, the music video and everything is just so good. Um, Yet, like, from the album and stuff, like, you know, I'd hear songs on the radio. And um, I just hadn't really given the album's time, like, time to, like, listen to and stuff like that. Um, So a lot of these songs was, like, I was hearing for the first time or, like, even, like, some of the hits, like, I'd heard, like, maybe, like, half of it. or Like, I knew the chorus or I knew how it went or something like that. But Olivia Rodrigo is, like, pretty gigantic at the moment. She's huge. Yes, yeah, she is. She's monumental. I'm waiting
1: for her to come to Australia. That she's would kind be kind of cool. being a bit pissy. I think she's going to Europe. I think she's doing America and Europe. Yeah. Like a lot of artists. I hate it when artists are, like, world talk. Green Day is doing the same thing with Saviors. Yeah. And they're performing... Dookie and Green Day, Dookie and American, American Idiot Indian in yeah. full. And they're like,
0: they're not coming to Australia. And they're like,
1: world tour and we're hitting everywhere except Australia.
0: We need a reconvene in like the UK or something <laughs> like that. We're going to move, we're going to move the Album Lounge to the UK. Yeah, the will we'll see edition. everyone. edition. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about you? What's your um, relationship I will say, like with Olivia Rodrigo?
1: Um, I did listen to sound when it came out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've given it a proper listen before, I will say. Because I wasn't as a devote listener as I am now. Because I do love her now, but I was more of a fan of her harder hitting songs. Yeah. Like I usually am a fan of those more rocky songs, and the the slower songs were just not my thing back when the album came out. Yeah, I'm like a different listener now. But back when the album came out, I was more into like brutal and good for you, like those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved so much, and I've played them a lot of times as well. But I'm like brutal you, out
0: here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that one. <laughs> it's very good. It's, it's
1: very barren. good. But when um, one of the the first single for this album came out, I started following along with the singles because she was announcing it and doing the stuff. Yep. So I, I didn't do this very often, but I followed along with like the album release. So I listened to a lot of the singles that I fell in love with. Yeah. And then the album came out and I was on it. I bought a vinyl. I said it before. I bought the JB Hi-Fi exclusive. let With go. the exclusive cover as well as oh. color.
0: Let's go. Thank you, JB. I feel good. Thank you, you're JB. It's so expensive, but most of the time you buy it. I actually
1: good. bought it in store. I don't know if it was that heavily expensive. Okay. But, um, as well. But, yeah, I just followed along with those. And then I fell in love because it was a lot more of that grungier, sort yeah. of like, rockier sort of feel. Mm-hmm. And especially just in the slower songs have, like, grown on me, especially from yeah. this album. But it has more of that edgierness to it that I like. So I. I'm, yeah. I've for ranked the
0: highest songs some of the, the sorry, I've ranked some of the slower songs highest for me. I love some of the ballads. That's interesting. Song. I think I'm Her the voice opposite. voice phenomenal.
1: I think I'm the opposite okay. for some, that's not cool. for all of them. That's I went cool. back and I like more of them. But I will say what I find interesting is, which I loved, I wasn't able to sadly, which really annoyed me, but, and she released a lot of the vinyls. And she did this for Sour as well. There mm-hmm. were like five coloured editions on her website. And yeah. of course, every single Olivia Stan, you know, bought. So I couldn't get any of them. Yeah. But I got the JB Half High exclusive. But um, what she came out with a few weeks later, maybe, because I was yeah. following along, is four different versions that were like blue, red, purple, and white, I think. Mm-hmm. That spelt like guts. So it was like G-U-T-S. Yeah, all yeah, different yeah. ones. That's cool. And each one had... um a secret track at the
0: end. Oh, so she had four so bonus cool. tracks and then only on the vinyl. Yeah. Only on and the on vinyl. And
1: then I missed out when she released a compilation of them all on one vinyl. Yeah. She released a compilation of just the bonus track. So that's like, I don't know if I'm, I, I'm that big of a fan to get four different vinyls for that much money. Yeah. Just for the bonus tracks. But I missed out on that because obviously everybody bought that as well. Yeah. But um yeah, so I still haven't heard the bonus tracks. Somebody's probably ripped it off on YouTube or something. Yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, which I find nice. Like a lot of people you'll keep your bonus tracks or that sort of stuff. But I like it, like that she put that out as well. I think it's very nice. Also for a set I before we go into the album itself, for a second studio album,
0: yeah, that's early ins- This is
1: insane. So I like, first,
0: I first heard of Olivia Rodrigo when she was on High School Musical: The Musical: The Series, um, which I watched,
1: which I refused which... to watch.
0: Why? Wait, Carney, what's your favorite High School Musical movie? Um, And there is only one right answer. And I've told... I've had this conversation with, I reckon, hundreds of people. And I'm very firm with that. You had this conversation with me. And
1: I will say, I'm sorry, guys. High School Musical is all right. Okay. Okay. So, what's your favourite, then? Um, Have you had to pick one? I don't remember the others very well. So, one. (sighs) I have a bad experience with High School Musical, sadly. Ah. Because we were forced to watch it
0: on a bus. All three movies. That was the only movie <laughs> that played on a bus trip for a school trip. That's a lot. Of, I, I would vibe with that. I would get into that. But the right answer is High School Musical 3. That is the correct answer. I you say that. There is no that. other answer and that could be better. you say that. The music is better. Why the, story the three line is of better. them?
1: Why? It's, it's better. They... There's a
0: lot of High School Musical 2 stands out there. But you're just wrong. You're just wrong. Would Choi choose basketball or will he choose music? Sorry. You don't for, know. Sorry, you have sorry, to watch High School Musical s- 3 to find out. Sorry for the tangent, guys.
1: Yeah. But why on earth do Disney films need to keep making sequels where their characters' character arcs have finished? Like, I don't get that. So, so, in High School Musical, if yeah, I remember go. correctly, they're like, Oh, I want to do basketball, but I also want to sing and act. and yeah. At the end... That's what happens. He he does both. They're content. They do both and they're content with their lives. How can you get two more movies after two movies? Well, two, yeah, two, they're
0: just partying at Summer and Summer. Sorry, it's a song from High (laughs) School (laughs) Musical 2. Maybe maybe with someone else, you can rank the High School Musical album. (laughs) If anyone wants to come on here and rank the High School (laughs) Musical (laughs) (laughs) films. Message me. Because I'm not going to... My rankings probably won't be high. I'll, I'll, come I'll do it. <laughs> and I'll destroy two, but I'll love three. One's fine. One's the OG. But anyway, anyway. Um, so yeah, I first saw her on that. And I think... Because I know that when she was younger, she had been on some Disney Channel stuff.
1: I watched her Disney stuff on Bizarre Vark.
0: Um, yeah. That's where I saw a lot of her. Okay.
1: She was very good at that. Yeah. Um, she's a great actor. She is a great actor. Who else was on that? Um, Jake Paul. He yeah. was bad.
0: Oh, back in the when Disney Channel was banging and had, like, Hannah Montana and Wizards of Waverly Place. Yes. Oh. Those were the days. Um, so I first saw her from that, and then, like, obviously, like, throughout that series, there were songs that she had written um, on there. And as the series kind of progressed, she did more original songs. Um, and there was stuff that I really enjoyed, like some of her original stuff. And, yeah, obviously, like I said, when I heard Driver's License come out, that was really what I heard. That and I was like, I was really that enjoyed her first that song. Single off
1: yeah. of the Sour album?
0: Sure, it was. Someone can. I'm pretty tell sure us it was. Wrong, I think it was that and Good for You. Yeah. Probably. Uh, but anyway, back to the album. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> it was really. good. I really, really, it's, really liked it on a second it.
1: listen because for people who know me as well, it took me a while to do a full listen of the album. Like the album had come out. Yeah. And it took me a decent amount of time to actually get through it all. the first time I listened to it, I think I was just tired and a bit unhappy because I was into it. And I was like, these songs are just like, some of these songs are like, uh," but listening to it properly, especially because I listened to it today. Yeah. And I'd heard some, but others, I was like, this is how this goes. I'm like, this is so beautiful. Like the way she's done everything for a second studio album. I think it's like lovely, truly. Yeah, it's great. Um, It's a really great album. And I will say what, um, it just works very well. And apparently it went to number one. Yeah, like it, was her second it, was num- it was her second number one album out of two it's pretty impressive Which is amazing At 20
0: Wow
1: And she's got a documentary on Disney Plus For well. this album? No, not for, for this album yet For Sour. Sour And they also play all the songs in the documentary
0: That's cool That's really cool um, Well, shall we get into the album? Let's rank some of these songs Yeah, let's go Let's do it Olivia Rodrigo's Guts from 2023,
1: correct? Yeah, solid album as well. Late 2023 as well. I think it came out near my,
0: like, September, October, that sort of situation. Nice. First track, All American Bitch. I, I knew what I was getting this. in for. As soon as I heard that acoustic guitar, I was like, okay, this is going to, like, you give it a minute, it's going to, like, just rock up. And it, and it does that exactly. <laughs> um, this song oh. has such a catchy chorus. Yes, Um, it does. It's so like you know, like '90s Avril Lavigne and punk. Who I know Olivia Rodrigo loves Avril Lavigne, and they've performed live together. I think they did like complicated live together. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, When she was in Canada, I think because I'm sure Avril Lavigne is Canadian. Can someone tell me if I'm right or wrong about that? Uh, But this song is a great start to the album i oh. really liked it the people the albums we've looked at like everybody
1: has a clear understanding of like how an album goes i love it when it's thought out that yes. the opener and closer work in tandem this opener is great for sure the opener is great i love it it's so angsty it's so fun yeah
0: angsty and the
1: the guitar solos on this album They're are cool. so i'm a massive fan of when it sounds like people like like ripping in like early green day when you listen to like oh, yeah. dookie and that sort of stuff when it's truly like like people just like going insane and yeah. like 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 playing things that are like sloppy but like good or mm-hmm. like crazy sounding. So the solo on this, if I remember correctly, when it's just like all those like oh, and those crazy yeah, guitar, yeah, crazy guitar and sounds and stuff. It's and cool. I just love it so much and all the screaming and everything. It's so angsty.
0: It's so fun. Yeah, I did not know how I felt about the screaming when I first heard it. <laughs> I was like, oh wow, they're really going for it. <laughs> okay. It's cool. Uh, But yeah, I think it's a great start to the album. I gave it a four. I
1: gave it a four and a half.
0: Four and a half. I really love this song. Uh, Again, like when I I looked at all the rankings of the songs once I'd finished the album, there were some songs later on that I really, really, really enjoyed. So I adjusted the rankings of some of these earlier ones that I still really like. Don't get me wrong, still like four is still really solid. Yeah. but the next song, I'm a big fan of yeah. that idea, right? Just oh. that riff. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure
1: <laughs> both of those. I think the top, the first, or maybe not even the first three. It might be the first. It might be just this one and the next one that came out as singles. But this was a, the second single that came out. Yeah, and a, I remember when this came my, out. I was like, a bunch of my friends were all over this one. And I love it, but I don't love it as much as All-American Bitch, I will say. Okay,
0: yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, we have yeah. a different opinion. You yeah, go, I gave go. yeah I gave bad idea about uh, four and a half. I, I just love that riff and the the melody and just like the the thing that she does where she's like talking but it's melodic, and like like that lead up to the chorus and stuff like that and just that single monotone chorus just hitting that same note um, over and over. It's like there's like really beautiful melody lines and stuff throughout this album, but like. She knows to keep it simple, this is what it needs. It's like again, angsty and just yeah. that one, it's just so monotone, that really pumpy chorus. Yeah. Uh, but it's just yes. so good. The it's angsty so good. got going
1: on. Really, I really, really good. Really and great the track. sort of I do love the appreciation that it doesn't feel sung through as well. It no. tricks you. It tricks it you. It feels because natural, you, like it because all of the lines, like especially like, like overdubs and that, Bleed over each other Which that's I've right. only noticed it's, recently It's like a, a little bit
0: messy But it's cool For this song It, it needs it Like it, it, it fits in so well It's really really great Yeah, um, Bad idea right 4.5 moments I give it a 4 a 4 that's right
1: Like that moment Where she's like And I know I should stop And all of the instruments stop As well But I yeah, can't Yeah I know I should stop uh,
0: But I can't And like uh, see like again Just like It's, it's like something clever. out of like Thriller You know what I mean It's just this perfect little Second of a moment Where if you just take everything away Just <gasps> And then it keeps going. Sometimes those
1: literal things work well, like exactly like in thriller when we're looking at you hear the door slam. It's bam, the same and thing. You hear it. Same yeah, thing. I know I should exactly, stop, yeah. but I can Like those sort of so things. So clever. I think when you do it well, it's very clever, and especially yeah. the lyrics in this because so monotone. So it's very like lyric focused as That's well. That's right. It's like I a love. story, and it's, yeah. and it's great. Like
0: I think it works really well. Yeah, it's so good. Um, this next song, "Vampire," which was the first. The first single. single. I remember, I, I don't know why, I, like I never really listened, like Driver's License I heard like a few days after it had come out. Whereas I remember when the music video premiered or something like mm-hmm. that. I think I watched it like, I don't know why, it just, something was just like, oh, I'll, I'll check it out. Like the new Olivia Rodrigo song, I'll check it out. And I remember watching the music video for it and stuff. I was like, wow, like this is like a really, her vocal performance in this song is really quite, Magical. I thought it was just like, I was like, wow, this is such a great song. Yeah. Um, I yeah. really, really, really enjoyed this song. I think it's one oh, of my favourites on the album. Me too. Um, oh my, I fell in love with it it'd when it would be in my out. top three, for sure. It's not my one or two, but it's definitely like up there. I really, really, really enjoyed it. And again, like just the chord progressions. The and, chord progression um, is lovely. Yeah.
1: And the repeating, like I love the, the instruments don't do just like hit over hit. It's like this repeat sort of, like when you do looping. Yeah, then yeah, They yeah. have like looping sounds, especially on drums and yeah. that sort of stuff. It's not like the instruments are like hitting every single note. It's like repeating. Yes. Like that repeat sound, which I love. For sure. So much. But like when I heard this, because I listened to it the day it came out, because everybody was leading up to like the yeah, first for single sure. release. Yeah, I think I listened to it the morning it came out and Mm -hmm. I was in love with it, truly. Yeah. Like, I love it so much. It was hard ranking everything together, but I gave it a five. Wow. Five. Yeah. Four. I love it so much. I've talked to some friends who were like vampires, like, one of my least favorite songs of the album. I was like, how? Yeah. I was like, how? Well, this came up first and I like the fact it came up first. The piano is lovely and everything comes in. It catches you off guard, but it works so well. That's right. And her vocals are amazing. And the chorus, I mean, I'll say I'm a sucker for this like chord progression.
0: Yeah. 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 Just that building. That one,
1: major three, four, minor
0: four. Ah, so nice. I go insane. I remember um, a quick thing for this song is, um, I remember seeing a TikTok when they were recording, because it's obviously got swear words in it, so they're recording clean versions of it. And then, like, she did, like, six different vocal takes for that one line, and they were just making stuff up at the end, and it's, ah, so funny. So clever as well. Um... Now, next song, one of the, the softest one on the album so far, Lacey. Um, I really enjoyed this one as well. I really
1: like it too. It brings down... It brings like,
0: things down, like this nice acoustic guitar track. Do you know, did she play guitar on this? I'm actually not sure. Because sure. I know she at, plays guitar.
1: I know. She probably does. She might play it live. I'll have to see like live videos because she plays her guitar quite a lot. Live, yeah, for especially. sure. Have you seen her acoustic guitar?
0: Is that like the purple
1: one? Yeah, I need, I need to bring attention to this. Yeah. I, saw, I haven't seen it yet, and I wish I had watched it. But she, she did an NPR Tiny Desk oh, Session. Oh, yes,
0: of course. Yeah,
1: yeah. Which I think is a second one as well. That's cool. So she's done one for the new album. And her guitar is something I've never seen before. I don't know the exact make, but it's like one of those... Like, almost like... Sort of like those bluegrass guitars. So it's yeah. a bit thinner looking with an interesting um, interesting pickguard and it's purple with a white outline.
0: And You oh, know it's one of those so classic nice. sort of bluegrass ones. I believe it's got that white outline and that sort of stuff. So I'm just having a look right now at Olivia Rodrigo's guitar and it is a Gibson. It is a Gibson. Um, people are thinking it looks like custom L00 L-O-O with a truss rock cover that bears the name of her first album. So I guess her colour is great so it projects sour grapes but it's so so nice and it's got yeah on the um on just a, underneath the tuners it's got sour it's got oh, sour whether like the little Gibson yeah. thing would be it's got sour I yeah mean, it looks yeah, lovely got...
1: if you guys haven't seen it you guys need to look it up or watch the NPR yeah because like her guitar looks I thought lovely. it would
0: be a Gibson I'm sure she's got some cool deal with Gibson very jealous. everybody does
1: this is a tangent but there's this lovely it's a weird tangent but there's this lovely like 17, 18 year old like Nashville guitarist. Yeah. Like right female guitarist. She's she like she like she's just really cool and she rips on the guitar. And she signed with Gibson wow. at like seventeen. And she's been like the Rolling Stones magazine. She Damn. goes to Red Compass. And I'm like, maybe I should quit. Maybe <sighs> it's time to like hand it this out. People like Olivia Rodrigo and all these people doing things. Yeah. It always makes really me insane. be like it always makes me like, what am I doing with my life? Why yeah. don't I have been Doing album a podcast. Now?
0: Oh yeah, true. That's right. True. Do they have a podcast? No. Yeah, that's no, true.
1: When's Olivia Rodrigo showing up on the album lounge?
0: <laughs> can we start like a hashtag to get Olivia
1: Rodrigo on the album lounge? If now? everybody can, if everybody can, uh, yeah, post it, post yep. it, get the get the message out. Text their friends. Text Go their on moms. X, Do people still use
0: X? Yeah, that's it. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed Lacey. Uh, obviously, it like it's, it brings it right down compared to the other previous songs in the album. I gave it a four.
1: Yeah, her harmonies as well. Oh yes, yes, yes. Much like. Absolutely a lot like we brought it back but a lot like Michael Jackson as well those high harmonies yeah just work so well and the thought out as well I like it when it's thought out it's not just harmonized with the, the third up or something like that yeah. all of them are like thought about and interesting and I just love it and the chord progressions and all the things and the build-ups and the swells and the cut off it's just it's a very beautiful song I also gave it a four nice
0: um, Ballad of a Homeschool Girl. I've I said this to you before, mm. but if anyone knows this band Weezer, <laughs> it just sounds if anybody like... anybody knows this band I'm sure, Weezer... I'm sure everyone knows Weezer, and I'm sure if, if you agree with me, please let me know. Ooh, but this wee- just sounds like a song from a Weezer album, and I'm not complaining. It sounds so good. As soon as I heard those guitars and the drum sound, just the mix and stuff like that, I'm like, this could be a Weezer song. And, yeah. and it's so
1: good. It's so good. It I love... I I said this when I first listened to the album, and even now, the guitar tones and sounds yes. on this song specifically they have stand some out.
0: Stellar engineers working on like it's the guitar amazing. tones
1: and the guitar solo. I like to bring attention to. It's so sloppy and it's so like oh, yeah, weirdly, yeah, yeah. but it's so fun. It's so cool. Like, it's so cool. E- e- like nailing that one note, and they're like again super And all the open, all the crazy guitars. It's yeah. very Weezer and like
0: the, you, I think it like when I, when I listen to this song I hear like Buddy Holly by Weezer Like I can really
1: do <laughs>
0: Bangers But
1: yeah um, I love it And the lyrics work so well That's right
0: nice. Yeah um, I, g- I gave it a four I gave, I gave
1: it a Four and a half. Four and I, and half. Was, I was teetering between that And a four But I really enjoy it I mean I said before That I like a lot of the Hard hitting like That's your yeah like, yeah like, like, hot, like rocky type stuff And I very
0: much fell in love With this that's one as cool. well Um I'm curious to see what you think of this next one. Um, making the Bed, a really don't know soft if one. I not be
1: happy with my thoughts on Making Because I
0: really like this song. Yeah, what do you think? What is really uh, your thoughts? Just like... I just love her voice in general. Like, obviously. Um, She's an like amazing singer. Incredible vocalist. Um, and I just... I don't know. There's just like some of the softer ballad, like piano ballads on this one. It just really hit me hard. Um... So I gave it a four point five. And like, it's just—it's a really simple song, um, just starting with like piano and vocals and stuff like that. But like, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Again, it's one of my favorite songs on the album for sure. How about you?
1: Um, I gave it a three and a half. Okay. And um, it's not—it's not because I hate it. It's just in the rest of the songs, compared, especially to, yeah. with some of the slower. I I'm with a lot of the slower songs. When I first listened to it, I was a bit. More adverse, but I yep. do like them a lot more now. Making the bed, I'm just not super into. It sounds lovely, and I love the yeah. instrumentation, all the instruments. I'm just not a massive fan of it compared to the others.
0: That's fair. That's cool. I Which really like it. And a half. It's, not, it's not bad. There are, I don't think there's any weak links on no, the album. No, there's no weak songs but, at all. There's just songs that we like more and songs we like less. But if you're, um, if you're a Making the Bed fan, let us know. Comment on our Instagram. Let us know what you think of Making the Bed. And let us know what you think of any of the songs. Comment on our socials. Let us know if we're wrong. Yeah, us- tell us Tell us if you disagree and I'll maybe consider. Yeah, that's right. It. And you can come on the album lounge and tell us that we're wrong. Kidding? Not. Um, how about <laughs> Logical? Listening back to this, I love this song. Yeah, me too. Oh, Again, I love really the, the back
1: and forth of the chords and the, the piano is and all the harp. It's just, it's just good. It's yeah. just a good song.
0: Yeah. It's just, this one for me, like, I really enjoy it. I think it gets, I don't know, maybe it gets lost in the album a little bit. Like, you know, like middle of the album-esque type songs. Um, but again, like compared to the others, um I still gave it a four. I really I did it like it. Um, I gave it a four too. I I still really enjoy it. There's not many songs on here that like I really dislike. In fact, there's no songs on this album that I really dislike. Because they um, they're just, they just the all the songs work well. That's right. And and the listing. in the of context them. of the album, it was a nice place to go. So yeah. And but, the chorus, I love her shout like yeah. high and her range as well. I'd like to say, is like
1: crazy. Like falsetto like, range, she-
0: but also just like chest range. It's like. Really strong. She did some low
1: stuff on this as well. Oh, She's yeah, Always of course. hitting some low things too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I love. But, like, the
0: chorus on this one, the two plus
1: two equals five. Yeah, oh, oh. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I love it. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, now, another single um, we're coming up to now, Getting Back. Um, it's probably. It is my lowest ranked on the album oh okay um, i do i do I do see I do see what you mean though I just think there's so many other better songs on the album I could see why it was a single and I could see why it's popular and like credit goes where credits due it's such a well written three and a half minutes of music it's so clever so um so like it commercial uh, yes um I see there's better songs in the album for me personally. But, like, you know, like the chorus is so catchy and the yeah, chord no. changes are perfect. It gives the song exactly what it needs. But, yeah, like I said, I just think there are other songs, especially coming up, that um, I much prefer, I think. How about you? Because um, you like the bops, you like the bass. Yeah, I have to
1: agree, but not this one. Not this one? This okay. banger, I'm just not a big fan. I know a lot of people, like, I've talked to, I'm pretty sure are big fans of this song. Yeah. Like, especially when it came out, people were like, Bobbing with this song, yeah, 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 and, and bad idea ride right as well. But I, I much prefer
0: bad idea in, right in comparison to, to the
1: rest of the songs. Especially some of the rest of the songs on this album, in compared to like the beginning, I don't gel as much with. I love yeah. it. It's just a bit. It's a tad bit slow for me, especially for its rocking. But it's very clever and it's very good.
0: That's and right. Everything works it works is wet, clever. Clever is so like, a good word. All the
1: songs are good. I'm just not a massive fan
0: of it. So I did also give it a three and a half. Yeah, three and a half for me too. That's right. Um. Let's move on. Love is embarrassing. Oh, I listened to this and I was like, "How does this song go?" I am a big fan of this song. That's cool. That's cool. Me too. Um, again, like, it's kind. Of, there's a few at the end of the album which I really adore, um, and this is like just starts to begin that section of these songs that I really like. Um, Again, the the we haven't really spoken too much about it, actually, and we really should... Like, the lyrics in all of her songs... Yes. They're so deep and personal. And I don't think she leaves, like, anything left to give when you get through this album, lyrically and, like, emotionally, I think. You can tell that this is a really emotionally charged album, just like a, probably her first yeah. album was, too. Like, they're, they're not just, like, um, like, really big bops and stuff like that. You know, like, the lyrics are really quite... They make you think. Um, you can see how much
1: she's grown over time, right, which I think is yeah. great. Like, I've got this quote here as well that I find very interesting. Because she says "Um, guts as well is mainly about the growing pains and figuring out her identity and that sort of stuff. Yeah. At no point in life. And she says that, "Um, I feel like I grew 10 years between the ages of 18 and 20.
0: Yeah. She would have, because she just, like, you know, her success was you wouldn't call it overnight, but like, you know, no. there was, she was already big when she was doing high school musical, but then when she released driver's license, it was suddenly the biggest song on the planet.
1: And it's like to, to grow, to grow like that in such a short amount of time, especially with like, firstly, Disney artists, yeah. like in general, but especially young artists, it, it does force you a bit. That's right. And then all of that change would force you a bit to grow. So, but the way it reflects in the album is like, that's incredibly right. Incredibly beautiful. For sure. Her really, lyrics really and everything. Nice. I, I, and also the guitar, the whole, the the chords,
0: everything in the song, I am a big fan of. Nice.
1: It just works. Everything just works well together.
0: Yeah. That's cool, man. Um, So, yeah, I gave Love Is Embarrassing a four. Me too. I nice. gave it a four. Look at us. I feel like when it gets towards the end, I like really we're, love these songs. We're gonna, it we, might might not have some, we might have some disagreements um, here. How about we're, The Grudge? Oh, well, I don't know if you're going to, I don't know if you're really? gonna be a fan in my opinion. Come on, The Grudge is great.
1: Sorry. I'm, uh great. Yes, great strong, solid, like, it's great awesome. Str- again, okay, you go, you go, you One go.
0: of my favourite songs on the album is just raw, it's real. It's, like, again, like, it's not, like, the most, like, upbeat in your face and stuff like that, but I just think it's, real. again, like, coming back to, like, emotionally charged song. I think it's really good. I really, really do. Um, how about you? So you're not crazy on it. No, I'm not crazy on it, but... But it's one of the most... The Grudge is one of the most stream songs on the album. Is it actually? It really is. It's got like over... What's this? Let me have a look. 121 million plays for The Grudge. Oh Whereas my. like Vampire's got 733 million. <laughs> well, that's because <laughs> it was Which a single. So it's, got a bit, it's got a bit Absolutely. of a but, but also like, her streams are insane. Her, if you compare her streams, right... Like you would think, bad idea, right? Would she would be up there mm-hmm. with Vampire, but it's not. Seven hundred thirty-three million for Vampire, bad idea, right? What do you reckon? F- uh, I, don't can't, I, can't even, I can't even read don't it, look it. Too don't far Four
1: hundred million.
0: Three hundred
1: eighteen. That's far. That's, That's a far way away. That away. is
0: low. That's like more than double. So Jesus. it's interesting that like you know the grudge, which w- wasn't a single. I don't mean, think so. Was Can someone let us know if The Grudge was a single? Um, but it was, you know, like, some of the other tracks, like, on here, like, it, it goes quite high, you know? Um, like, it's higher than Battle of a Homeschool Girl, Making the Bed, Logical, Love is Embarrassing, and the last two tracks as well. It's all higher stream numbers than... Um, so, it's all, The Grudge is higher than all of those songs. Which is, I think, is quite impressive. Oh my. I think people really like it as well. But you're not crazy,
1: no. I'm not crazy on it. I will say, I you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not against it. It's a good song. I'm just not a big fan of it. And I like her slow songs. I think they're very yep. pretty and they're very nice, and the lyrics are great. But I was just like, listening to it, I just, I just wasn't a big fan. I wasn't super into it. You know what I mean? That's fair. Just at the end, just at the end of the day, I know you have fallen in love with a lot of these, but I was, I just. I don't know how to that describe it. I just, I just wasn't, I just wasn't, just wasn't dealing with as much.
0: Um, so I gave the grudge a 4.5. <laughs> what my did you Lord. give it? Uh, three. I'm no, no three. I didn't give it a three. 3.5. I was,
1: I will say I, because the album lounge is about honesty. That's right. I think right. we said that in the first episode. That's right. Honesty. We're brutal. It's brutal uh, out I here. I was going to give it a three, but I've changed my mind just before we started recording. I've given it a three and a half. Three I was and a like, half. I was like, okay. it's, not, it's not a three because I was like, three. A lot of the time with albums are like, okay. I don't think the song is okay. I think the song yep. is arguably good. I'm that's just fair. not a
0: massive fan of the song. Okay. So, well, that's fair enough. Um, whereas the next track, oh, Pretty Isn't Pretty. I <laughs> love, love this song. I think it's so 80s and it just, the synths and the guitar sounds and the big fat snare sound. And everything. It's just so good. You're giving me a look that tells me <laughs> you don't like it. Just as for Pretty Isn't Pretty. <laughs> Did someone so, write in the comments saying that, again, Pretty Isn't Pretty slaps? Um, it does. So you're the a
1: massive fan of it?
0: I love it. I gave it a five. A five? Yeah. Pretty Isn't Pretty oh is a five my. for me. Is one of, like, the best tracks on the album I'm for sorry, me. I
1: give it three and a
0: half again. Damn, okay. What What's... What are, you, what are your thoughts? Tell I just, me,
1: walk me it through. was, it was a, it was a bop. Like it rocks. Like I'm not against it. The guitar bits are very fun Yeah. and everything works well. I just, once again, I just didn't gel with it super well.
0: Okay.
1: And I was just like, it's a good, it's like a good song. I was just like, I personally thought there were better songs in the album than this one. Yeah. But I'd I I love the chorus more. in
0: this one. Again, so oh, catchy, yeah, no. so clever and just the vocals on it. It just sounds so effortless and it's just, ah. Oh. So nice, Uh, yeah. One of my. I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry, guys. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm not a big pretty isn't pretty fan.
0: It's fine. We'll forgive you this time. I think
1: I think logical is better than pretty isn't pretty. Uh,
0: Incorrect. 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 No, no. Hold on a minute. We'll start a poll. We're gonna put a poll on our Instagram story. Pretty isn't pretty or logical. And the people can be the judge. Okay, we'll see. I'm, I'm actually so
1: curious to uh, see that. I really hope people go for I I just... It just... I feel like logical... I, both songs are great, but I find it's logical right. more both interesting, interesting to listen to. Yeah. And I like the lyrics and the cleverness of that. But we're at, we're at the end of the We're album. at the
0: end already. We smashed through it. Teenage Dream... Which again starts off really soft, builds towards the end, and again is. Oh. I'm gonna give it the call that it is my favorite song on the album. Really. Yeah. Damn. I That's fair.
1: That is a fair. That is fair though. That
0: her vocals and the melody and the chord structure and is just perfect. It is so good. I remember coming to the end of the album, like I wonder how it's gonna end, like. Is it going to end really big? Is it going to end really soft? It meets nicely in the middle. Which um, I Very like. Billy Eilish vibes.
1: Oh, um, I didn't even think I about that. It's yeah. like, you know, with the
0: harmonies and stuff like that, like the falsetto vocals and stuff like that. I really heard Billy Eilish in this song, which I'm not, which I really yeah. like. Um, but Teenage Dream, yeah, my favourite song on the album. How about you?
1: Damn, I love it a lot. I was listening to it and I was like, damn, this is good. The chord progressions as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a lot of things floating between like major and minor chords and the harmonies that we'd be hitting mm-hmm. and all the things when it builds up slowly and it's very like crazy sounding and interesting and it's yeah. got a lot of sounds going on and I just love it a lot I thought it was very good it's not my favorite on the album but it's very close like it's very high up there because yeah. I love it perfect closer in my personal opinion yeah and I love I've said this in like every single episode, but I love it when like the ending is thought out and they bring the ending down for a personal reflection. Like as a round out of an album of so many thoughts and feelings. And she really, what I like as well, for a second album too, especially as a young person, which makes it so relatable as well. Because I've talked to a lot of people and a lot of people like, I relate to a lot of these songs and that sort of stuff and a lot of these feelings. And you can see it as well because she takes you on this brilliant emotional journey of like highs and lows, especially being a teenager, or a young adult in the world that we live in and personal like feelings and issues and to round it out. I think it's a perfect yeah. song. I like how that you said it was out. like
0: personal growth and stuff like that in her as well. I think that really ties into it too. Exactly.
1: And it just like rounds out. For so many things that go crazy with the thoughts from like highs, lows,
0: yeah. anger, anguish, you know, angst, yeah, all
1: those a emotions. That's right.
0: I think when someone like listening to this album for the first time and didn't know it like and wouldn't know it's the last song, you'd think there'd be like something to come and then like no, like that's it, like that's how it ends. And I really like that. Again, like agree with you. Perfect closer to the album. I gave Teenage Dream a five. Yep. I gave it a four and a half It four was close half. It was close But close. I gave it a four and a half Yeah it's just something About that song That I just really love Oh it's um, amazing think, And again yeah Perfect closer To the album
1: Yeah I think if you haven't Listened to Guts in 4 Because I hadn't for a while Yeah probably, I definitely think it's a must to do because it works. And for me, for yeah, like I,
0: I'd, I'd never like listened to Olivia Rodrigo like gone out of my way to like you know like I like I love driver's license stuff like that, but that was obviously a long time ago, and I really hadn't listened to a song of hers in full until I got to this album, and I really enjoyed it, and it's made me want to go back and look at Sour and see what that's all about, um, and see what that is, see what songs are on there, but. Overall, I really enjoyed this album a lot more than yeah. I thought I would. I really did. I'm glad you're This is, you're like, a, I'm again, you're so a, out of my comfort now. zone. Um, I've
1: never heard you listen to stuff like this ever. No. And when we came in and you were like, I'm obsessed with this album. Yeah, like, this I'm this really amazing. enjoying
0: it. Like, um, I have a playlist on my Spotify that I put out, like, my 30 favourite songs that I'm listening to at the moment. I think there's, like, four songs off this <laughs> album that's in there. So my top three would have been, yeah, Teenage Dream, uh, pretty isn't pretty. I have a couple of 4.5s, but I think it would probably be either The Grudge or Making the Bed. That would be third, I yeah. would say. How about you? I have to say my
1: top three are Vampire. Yeah. Um, I've got a lot of 4.5s, but I'll pick two that have a range. Mm-hmm. So I'll go with the opener and closer of this album, nice. All American Bitch and Teenage Dream. Nice, good call. I mean, those three, I think... At least in my opinion, for me, like shaped the album as well. But I think it just like, yeah, those, those are solid. That's cool. Now,
0: how about you rank it? What do you give the album on a four out of 10? I'm teetering to give it
1: higher than what I've done so far. Yeah. But I'm going to stick with what I have. And I said eight and a half.
0: Okay. I gave it an eight. Yeah. For me. Yeah. The first time listening to it, I think I need to listen to it more and I probably might even enjoy enjoy some of the other songs more. Like so obviously some of these songs on here were like a solid five for me, but I think my first dive into something like this, eight was like much higher than I really <laughs> thought I was gonna give it. <laughs> no but, that's fair. And eight. And for... for me not being like an Olivia Rodrigo stand, like so many like of our friends are and stuff like that. Um I could see the appeal. I could see like her songs are so clever, they're catchy. Um, they're relatable, and I think they're just so clever. And she's an incredible artist. She is. Um, oh my. So for people who listen to like classic rock, like me, <laughs> I totally recommend to go out of your comfort zone and listen to this album. It's she. It's great. It is because it is good. a really great album. Even though I gave it eight out of ten, I could see why so many, so many people would give it tens. Yeah, um, you gave it an eight. I gave it an eight and a
1: half. But, of course, the listeners are only here for one more question, Brad. Yeah. Is this
0: album unskippable? For me, no. For me, I don't think it is unskippable. I think there are higher songs... Well, for me personally, I think there are weaker songs and there are stronger songs, obviously. But for, a, for an album, like, I think for the albums that we've done and for the albums that we will look at... Um, Especially on next week's episode as well, I think it really needs to be something absolutely monumentally special for it to be for the whole thing to be unskippable. There are songs on here. the re- The main reason why I knew it wasn't unskippable because there's songs on here like like Getting Back or something like that. If came, if it came up on my phone, I was in the car, I would skip it. So that's how I that's knew. The, that's Whereas the if thought. any song came up on Thriller, I would listen to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
1: because I think it's very important. I was thinking about this in the car as well. When we say unskippable, just because, I mean, we've done this. This is like our fourth episode, I'm yeah. pretty sure. But if it wasn't clear, all these albums, I think, because all artists want their albums to be unskippable. And when That's you listen right. in full. So all albums deserve to be listened in full. But if I'm just listening to the songs, yeah. and I'm not listening yeah, yeah. to have the full album experience. I think some of these songs are skippable. Yeah. I, I think I would skip. If so I was just listening to the
0: songs. That's right. I think I would skip some of them, yeah. And that's not to put the album down in any no, no, reason whatsoever. Cause like, again, like I will say, I didn't I thought going into listening to the <laughs> album, I did not know what to expect. And this is for someone that like listens to the Beatles for a living. And like to suddenly go from like sixties and seventies rock too, to yeah, like yeah, to yeah. something like this for me, which was like super like out of left the way. Le, su, that's right. Left field for me personally. Um, but I still really enjoyed it. And I think some of these songs on here are really going to be some of my favourite songs of the, like that I've heard this year. I'm definitely going to listen um, to
1: this more because I haven't given a proper f- listen, but a lot of these songs I'm like, damn, so I'm definitely going right. to listen to this one hands down a lot more. I'm recently. keen
0: to listen to the first album as well.
1: Really oh, Soundwave is, sound is pretty
0: good as well. Um, so, 8 from me. Apron Five from you. Mm-hmm. We don't think it's unskippable, but I could see why a lot of people would think it's unskippable, unskippable for sure. Absolutely. And there you go. That's the album. As the entire album. That was very good. That was A very fun. masterfully created album. That's right. Oh, we haven't really mentioned much, but the production and the sound and, oh, sounds, no, and the, the mix of stuff.
1: Much like a lot of these artists that we're looking at, especially like Michael Jackson. You can tell like the intention and detail. Yeah. And She drive. cares about her craft and yeah. she put
0: the time and the effort in and the little details and stops and stuff like that. Oh, it's amazing. It's and words. lyrically, I think she's one of the best lyricists around. Oh yeah, moment, for Archie. You generation. can see why she like looks up to like Taylor Swift and stuff like that, who's another masterful lyricist. Um, she's really following in her footsteps and stuff like that. I think she's an incredible writer and I'm really keen to see where her future goes and to see what she brings out next. Come to Australia. Yeah, come, Olivia, to, Australia. come to Australia. I would go. Australia. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. go. and I are going to Olivia Rodrigo. Album Lounge Live at, at the Olivia, at Rodrigo. The Olivia Rodrigo.
1: Rodrigo. Olivia Rodrigo as our special guest. <laughs> yes.
0: We'll like bring a mic and be like, "Yo, we'll try and break in. We'll try and break into. We'll try and break into backstage. Let's go. Do you want
1: to record a fifty-minute episode <laughs> with us?"
0: <laughs> anyway, shall we get onto our song of the episode? Hands down. Let's do it. Welcome back to another song of the episode oh, after we yeah. talked about that awesome album by Olivia Rodrigo. I love these. Um, would you like to start? Why don't you start this week, Carl? I'll you? start? Okay,
1: yeah. okay. I was listening to this song. I think I listened to this last night as well. Mm-hmm. I love this. This is from Corey Henry. He's a brilliant sort of funky type artist. Amazing on the piano. Amazing singer. He's fantastic. We did a whole album called Cory Henry Live at the Piano. Yeah. It's just him... And a piano. And he sings songs about an hour long. He does piano versions. Just a piano versions of a bunch of his songs. And they're fantastic. The whole album. That's so cool. I say you should listen to the whole album. If you're listening, you should listen to the whole album. It's amazing. Yeah. But my top right now is a nine and a half minute song. Wow. So good. Because he solos. His solos like rip in the middle. And he's very jazzy and it's great. But it's called Our Affairs from Corey Henry Live at the Piano. It's fantastic. It's jazzy. It's fun. It's very like moody as well. And his singing is top notch. It's very soulful nice. gospel. That's and the, so the harmonizations cool. he does as well because he like has fun because it's his song. So he's playing around with them. Yeah. And the solo in the middle. I'm sent. And it's just him, a piano, and his voice, and he's That's like he might have a kick pedal by using the piano or something. Yeah. It's
0: fantastic. I love it. That's cool. You should definitely listen to it. What have you got for me, Brad? I actually have a brand new song for you this oh, week. This song has okay. been out for like four or five days. Came out Friday mm-hmm. last week. We're recording this on a Tuesday, came out on the Friday. Um, you'll know one of my favourite bands of all time is Oasis. That's crazy. Um, That's actually insane. And I don't know people
1: listen to Oasis. You do? I didn't know people oh, listened to Oasis.
0: Everyone listens to Oasis. I've, I don't think I've
1: ever listened to Oasis yet
0: for like you heard the, the Oasis song. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you love the Beatles, you'll like Oasis. Uh, it's like if the Beatles were around in the 90s, pretty much. Um, so, Liam Gallagher, lead singer of Oasis. Oasis have been broken up for, oh, many years now. They broke up in 2009. Um, the famous Liam Gallagher um, has just announced an album with John Squire from the Stone Roses, mm. Who's Stone Roses is another really massive band. They only have, like, one massive album called The Stone Roses. It's got, like, massive hits, like I Am um, The Resurrection and stuff like that. But um, John Squire, the guitarist from The Stone Roses, and one of the writers, they've collaborated on an album just called Liam Gallagher and John Squire. And they released um, the second single from the album called Mars To Liverpool. And it's just so beatles and 60s and it rocks and it's just so catchy like nice big open d major chords going into the chorus and stuff like that it's just very like 1967-esque rock but with modern production and great john squire is an awesome guitarist um but i know for sure that you would like this song I definitely it's do so listen. good it's and really really good Bradley yes. where can our lovely listeners listen to these <gasps> songs well I'm so glad you asked Carney we can check it out on our song of the episode playlist oh. on Spotify and Apple Music and you can listen to you can find all the songs not just the songs that we listened to that we spoke about today And we spoke about in previous episodes. You can find them all there on the playlist. Let us know what you think of them. Write into us. Tell us what you think. Tell us what albums you want us to talk about. And I'm going to be talking about the album that we're doing next, which is Up There With Thriller as one of the biggest selling albums of all time. A lot of people consider this the greatest album of all time, an album that you've never listened to. (laughs) Pink Floyd's The Dark Side of the Moon. I know everyone's just going, Ah, yes. I've never listened to it. I but you've never, just never, never listened to Pink Floyd in general. Oh, no, I haven't. That's I haven't. blasphemy. I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry, guys. I um, apologise. But we're going to be looking into it. We're going to be deep diving oh, the dark into it next I'm ever episode. I'm so
0: excited.
1: And then we've got some fun stuff after that We've got well. some,
0: so much good stuff to come. So stay tuned. Thanks again for tuning in. Thanks again to everyone who's been tuning in to all of our episodes. Tune in next week to hear about what we think of The Dark Side of the Moon and if Carney's going to bag out one of the greatest albums don't forget time. to give us five stars
1: as well oh yes
0: five stars on spotify that helps us out more than you even know and makes us want to do so many more episodes talking about lots of great albums i think that's all that's left to say Carney. yeah so i've been brad i've been Connie. and we'll see you next time on the album lounge see ya